Uh, so for everyone listening, we will be getting started in just two minutes. We're just waiting for the room to fill. Um, Welcome to the pre-show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not sponsored by anyone. <laughs> Shall we get started? Shall we kick off? Let's do it. guys it's tony live from mexico and our intrepid co-host stefan live from the united states hello everyone (laughs) welcome to another live episode of mlvc the madonna podcast your place for all things madonna louise veronica ciccone but you should already know that if you're listening to this show we're happy to be doing another live episode uh it's our first live episode of season four we're very excited thanks for joining us everyone hey guys so season four has premiered and uh, i hope that you guys have enjoyed the first two episodes with our um special guest from the girly show christopher childers and we had to make it into a a two-part because we couldn't keep it contained to just one right (laughs) i know i love that we did an inadvertent cliffhanger it was the uh-huh. very first time I'm like he Chris just set it up he's like and about that plane and I was like this is a perfect cliffhanger we need to do this yeah yeah and you know we got some some revelations that we weren't expecting and you know just goes to show you that when someone was on tour with Madonna there's no shortage of stories to tell so hopefully exactly. we'll be getting you guys some more of that this year with this new season with a bit of a focus with uh the music album from 2000, right, Stefan? Mm-hmm. Our little, our little era album, overseeing the the whole season. That's it's mm-hmm. a little fun, just in the in the sidelines, on the wings. Yeah, we got some fun guests coming up uh, that I think everyone will enjoy. I know I'm excited to talk to them and can't wait. And uh, it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be good. It'll but, be fun, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> However, before we do that, I was thinking, and before we jump into our, our topic of the day, I was thinking it would be fun if we did a little bit of This Week in Chaconi. What do you think about that, Tony? Yeah, let's do it. And I, know, I mean, that- I know that we always have a standalone episode for This Week in Chaconi, but I feel like there's been a couple things that have gone on uh, in the last few weeks since since we've done our last this week in Chaconi, i felt like absolutely and, and plus we have a captive audience so um i think <laughs> so that, we can do whatever we want <laughs> yeah uh yeah so i figured uh we could just jump into that um i was thinking of possibly having a uh a special guest join us for yeah she she uh she showed up and then she disappeared so i'm hoping that this special guest uh decides to um reappear again so i may allow her in (laughs) shall we uh hint hint yeah exactly uh special guest for this week in chaconi please call back in so we can allow you into the room there she goes Special guest, are you on? Special surprise guest. Hi, you guest. guys. Aww, <laughs> if it isn't our real life Nikki Finn, Liberty. <laughs> Hi, Liberty. Hello. Bonjour. How are you this morning, my loves? Oh, we're doing good. I'm so happy to hear your booming voice again. And uh, let us know how you're doing today. 
Well, I'm doing all right. I'm in my Madam X phase. I've thrown out my my hip or my back or some some thing <laughs> oh, no. that's useless. But um, you know that's okay. I'll just you're performing uh, in agony, is what you're telling us. That's and right. You, the show yeah. the show goes on. I've got Batucaderas <laughs> to lift me up, so I'm good. Oh, very good. Because, um, you know, if you are not feeling great uh, physically, then just let everyone know and make everyone suffer in the, in the interim, okay? Yeah, or just, you know, show up a little bit later than than everyone else. And, um, you know, don't even say a word about it. This week in Chicone. See, I get what I want. Since we are in, in um, this week in Chicone mode, so what do you guys what do you guys have on your mind that is going on in Chicone? Well, I think the most pressing thing, uh, the, one of the things that she ta- she did recently was we had Madonna on Instagram Live, and she was spilling all the tea. She was taking some fan questions and offering up some some morsels uh what liberty what was the biggest takeaway from madonna's latest instagram live that you were that piqued your interest oh gosh um okay so there was several little um little little drops there that she did um you know i'm not sure if it was intentional like if it was a if she was just trying to troll us or have a little fun with us first of all she was wondering you know hey maybe she should go on on tour with britney right like Mm. uh, and and you know what else stadiums yeah let's do it wouldn't that be great and of course the crowd went wild and um everybody's like yeah she's touring she's gonna do tours with britney now i i did see a couple of posts of britney's where she's just like using what song was it in the background paradise she's done a couple paradise not for me nobody's perfect she's done a couple madonna songs yeah and you know i thought that was a and and she recently posted about the uh, lawyer that um yeah that madonna helped her so much yeah yeah so i think she's kind of like uh kind of waving across the room at Madonna right now. Like, mm. you know, Hey, They're in uh, touch. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm also, not sure if Brittany's ready, but maybe. that, yeah, that's what I meant. And, you know, she, she'd have to like, you know, brush up on her singing live on stage and, you know, Madonna would have to kind of reintroduce herself to a new kind of live performance that doesn't, involve neat D squats and climbing up 50 flights of stairs, you know? Mm. Well, right. so I was, that's what I was curious about. So like going down this road, let's just say, yes, there's a Madonna Britney tour that's announced. What kind of tour do we think that, that would be? Do we think, Oh, be, I know. I do know. we think it would be both of them on stage alternating between songs, occasionally mm. doing duets? Um, mm. Or do we think it would be Britney opens the show, Madonna closes the show. Like how do we think that that type of tour would work with the tour? I I already I already know what it's going to be like. It's going to be like Madonna like uh up on a platform, you know, stage left in a like rocking chair with like, oh, a, big, like, with like a big book, you know, stop and she's it. going through the book narrating and then Britney's underneath kind of acting out whatever Madonna wants her to do. Sort of the Britney marionette type of thing. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and, no. and, and Britney's recreating all of Madonna's like, you know, high career points and then commenting on them with her own songs. Oh so gosh. It's kind of like, like performance art. It's like, it's cathartic. You know I mean? You, you have to get, you know, you have to go in one through the journey. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Right. Mm, I don't know. Um, I, I'm kind of thinking that, <laughs> like Valerie Cherish likes to say, I don't want to see that. Um, but, uh, uh, Liberty, what would you envision the tour would be? Oh, definitely Britney opens, Madonna closes. I mean, it's, I, I've always liked this metaphor of, of Madonna sort of passing the torch, but I also really like, you know how some people were like, oh, when she, when they gave her, when, when Madonna kissed her, like the spirit of Madonna came into Britney and it was like, you are now, but I don't ever, I don't really think that that works. I feel like it would be Britney opens, Madonna closes because, you know, the, for, always. And with all due respect to Britney and Britney fans, Madonna is the bigger star mm-hmm. always and forever. Um, and, I mean, Britney would be a little bit more, she to me is a little bit more of a robotic performer. Um, maybe at a time Madonna was, but I feel like she's injected a little bit of personality. So possibly could be, um, you know, a little bit more of a Madonna tour with Britney as, you know, special. Mm-hmm. The opener. So you appearance. think yeah. Britney would basically be the opening act for Madonna? Yeah. And I think it'd be good for Britney too, honestly, because she wouldn't have to go, perform for that long. Um, maybe she could have some artistic direction of her own. And I, then also Madonna wouldn't have to be on that long too. Right. So Mm -hmm. her two hour marathon shows could be pared down a little and everybody's having a good time from the young fans to the older fans. I think it could be fun. Hmm. Yeah. I, now I'm not opposed to the idea because I think it'd be a, such a drastically different thing for Madonna to do in her career since she's always just been Madonna on tour by herself. And it would kind of, I think it would be fun for Madonna to sort of lessen her load of responsibility for the show. But I feel like if it was going to be the two of them touring together in order to not offend Britney fans or offend Madonna fans, it would have to be the two of them come out at the very beginning together Mm -hmm. And then they alternate doing numbers. So that way Madonna gets to rest during some of the show. Britney gets to rest during some of the show. You know, like they're not as frantically running around having to do these crazy costume transformations from, you know, like, and then have to be on stage right away. And, and then also it gives them a chance to do some duets, have some interaction as they mm-hmm. like, you know, they could perform together, come out to me against the music, right? That's the song they did together. Me against yeah. the music. Mm-hmm. And so they open with that, of course, or they close with that. I'm not sure. But then one of them would do a song while the other one's off stage, maybe one or two, three songs. The, another one comes back, Madonna goes back and rests her knee, you know, talks to the twins, has some has a green <laughs> smoothie or some sushi. Then she comes back out when Brittany goes, so Brittany can go and, you know, Instagram story a couple twirls and uh, some spins. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they just go back and forth like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good because then, like, I could go, like, have a pee break during the Brittany parts or something. Oh, my God. Right, exactly. <laughs> Gives, if, if you're a Madonna fan, you can leave when Brittany's on stage or vice versa. You know, go get some cheese fries and nachos from the concession stand. Yeah, hot dogs. Um, maybe smoke with Madonna's boyfriend out back, you know. In the right. Station, have a couple have a couple puffs with Mike Dean and, and uh, oh my God. boyfriend. And, yeah, I think it'd be great. All right. I'm done ben, with that. Ben okay? Klein is uh chiming in on the quote on the comments that he is a no for this joint tour um 
Madonna should maintain her legendary elevation. Well, well, well. Thank well, you. Well, what a surprise. Ben has spoken, so I guess this this is not going to happen now. Yeah. Okay. And, well, um, it's been predicted. Thank you for Who, your input. Yeah. Your your social your societal reflection will absolutely um, you know it will trans it'll transmit to yeah. Madonna and put it uh, out to the universe. You know, we never know yeah. things things. Listen, happen. this kind of thing is another case of too many cooks, but you know it can happen. I mean. All these, you know, legendary old men legacy acts do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, once upon a time, I did see Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera try this with the Justified Stripped. And it was... Oh, sure. She, she came out, you know, did her set. He came out, did his set. And then they came out together and they did each other's sets. And, mm. you know, I mean, I think that's a good idea. I mean, as far as they come out and do each other's encores because everyone knows them, you know? And Mm -hmm. um, they wouldn't be able to do Britney first, then Madonna, because I bet you the fear would be people, Britney, I mean, obviously I think there's a mutual love for both fans from both fan bases. At this point, they're both legacy acts. It's not about who's younger anymore. I I bet you people would be worried that if Britney opened, that people would only show up for Madonna or that, Britney fans would leave after Britney left if she wasn't coming back for Madonna. Well, you know, so. you know that, that I think that was the same concern with Justified and Stripped, but it was also at the Nassau County Coliseum, so pretty much everybody was trapped. So <laughs> I think that that might be something that they'll do. They'll do it in venues that are not easy to get to, so you can't just slip out. You know? Right, like Madison Square <laughs> Garden. Like they just take the train. Yeah, oh, we're done. Yeah, bye exactly. bye. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that that you know that that's basically Madonna's pipe dream. You know that was basically her way of uh, filling time during this live. Because yes, we all know this is not anywhere near uh, more than a you know just no. And it it just gave us something to drool yeah. over for mm-hmm. a little while, and then she starts talking. Yeah, and she loves to do that, right? She loves to see what what it is that we think, like that she thinks that we that we want, right? Yeah. And then she's totally gonna like discard it. Like, okay, guys, so like, what should I title the movie? Like, she hasn't already got that mm-hmm. somewhere in her pocket. Um, she's, she's already decided, and she's just doing what? What do they call it? Fan service, <laughs> right? Yeah, she's, right. She's Which was giving, she's giving us good face. Yeah, yeah, and that's the point of the live, which is in the middle of the night, which only like, you know, the 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 people who are up at that hour, I'm sorry I don't stay up all night anymore, but right. um, you know, I don't I didn't catch it actually live. I had to catch it after the fact because Yeah, I watched the uh, replay as well. It's on, yeah. it's on YouTube. You know, the only thing mm-hmm. that upset me about this entire, you know, um interaction and live feed is you know, there is a closet in Madonna's home, in her homes, all of her homes. There is a closet full of MDNA skincare that's unwrapped and ready to be given out. And Aaron Cressida Wilson, the screenwriter who was there, just asked for some hand lotion. That's all she asked for. <laughs> and no, she couldn't get a gift bag or a little <laughs> basket full of, you know, all of this um you know, these amazing skincare products that we all use and love, uh, she just, you know, couldn't, couldn't get a freebie. And, um, that, that oh, truly saddens me. That poor woman. That's so true. Right. She just brought her some kind of off brand. Like, yeah, I found this in the, in the, in the, in the guest toilet. Here's some uh, dove. Here's some dove. <laughs> Listen, if I had my own eponymous skincare line, the minute anyone walked in my home, I would be like, 
here's a gift basket for you to take home. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. That would be fantastic. I mean, whenever anyone comes to visit me, I always photo shoot in the bathroom. Not me. I, I hold mine very close to my vest. If anyone ever comes to my house and they want to use the bathroom, I'm like, uh, sure, go right ahead, but please do not touch any of my MDNA skincare products. Well, that's the first thing I'm doing then, Tony. Anything you tell me not to do, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to open all mist. your little Every cabinets. time I use Tony's bathroom, rose mist, rose mist, I know. Rose mist. I know. <laughs> he was always like, I go through so much rose mist. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. And I'm like, why do you think I look 35? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's a missed opportunity. I don't know what was happening there. She, she, she could have product placed, but that's okay. I mean... Would, uh, would you guys agree? Agree with me that they were both spraying um, Madame X perfume, now available for five hundred thousand dollars online. Oh, was that what they were spraying? I would guess that they were because it's Madonna's favorite scent. Either that mm. or Portrait of a Lady. Her. I think no. I think that's what they were. I think they had Portrait of a Lady at that at, uh-huh. at that little Instagram live. Yeah, but but I did think it was interesting. So. Madonna on that live was talking about potential titles for the biopic of mm-hmm. visual autobiography, whatever you, whatever your preference is to call it. And then literally a few days later, Madonna accidentally leaks the working title or who knows, maybe it is the actual title of the biopic, which is little Sparrow. And yeah. she had that post up, for like two hours, because I didn't catch it right away. And then I saw it, and I saw that she had the script, the front page of the script with Little Sparrow on it. And I thought, oh, well, I'm I'm curious why this wasn't a bigger deal than, than it was, if that's the actual mm-hmm. title. So I screen-grabbed it? it. And then literally within minutes, she'd taken it down and reposted it and yeah. wrote it out with like a little heart emoji or something. And I was like, ah, see, she didn't well, want to post that. Well, you know what it is, though, is that a lot of times when people have, quote, top secret projects, they give it a misleading uh, name. So when they're casting, it's not, you know, easily found. Um, Mm -hmm. And also when you're shooting on location and if everything says Madonna biopic and then you've got, you know, the same, you know, 50 fervent Madonna fans on the sidelines, you know, but if you name it Little Sparrow, they're going to be like, oh, this is like some horror film, you know, or something (laughs) that has nothing to do with anything, you know? I I tend to think that Little Sparrow is a rip on that little girl lost in the storm in uh, Truth or Dare, but that's just me. You know, that's how my mind works. Liberty, you had some insights into Little Sparrow, right? It's, to me, it's got to do with Edith Piaf. That was Edith Piaf. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a there was a, a biopic on Edith Piaf a few years ago um, with oh, I cannot remember the actress's name, but she's uh, Marion Cotillard. Yeah, it was called La Mole, oui. which which means Little Sparrow in French, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. and okay. um, I don't know as I as I am reflecting on the film because sometimes I would show it in my French classes. It may mm-hmm. not be appropriate for children, but um, no, well, you kids need a nap. You need, need a nap. So kids need to know that struggle. You know, they do actual <laughs> well. Well, and that's what I'm kind of thinking about as I reflected on, okay, Little Sparrow, and that's La Mom, and that's Edith Piaf, and she's saying um, La Vian Rose in... Uh, in Rebel in Heart, Rebel which she showed her, her nipples, yeah. Yeah. Very, and Very emotional, very nude, very, you know, stripping away the layers, you know? Right, mm-hmm. and Edith Piaf's story is very rags, very rags to riches, um, but also full Just of tragedy. Back to rags. We know... <laughs> Right. Back to rags. And I I mean, honestly, um, 
I think I'm wondering, or I'm wondering, I guess, if Madonna's seeing a little bit of uh, not. I don't want to use parallels because it's not the right word, but there is this struggle. Um, she's going to over dramatize a lot of what happened to her um, on her, on her come up and not to de take, like take away from whatever did happen to her. Because as we all know, whatever your story is, is always um, more poignant and more, uh, you know, more important to you, but, mm -hmm. but we, as the fans, absolutely, we'll eat that right up. We no, will. Yeah, yeah. Up we need, look, you can't do a movie and not over dramatize some things. Otherwise, what's the point of doing the movie? You know, like if, if we're watching a story, I want some drama. I want some twists. I want some turns. It was my problem with the new screen movie. I was like, can we please have somebody die already? I'm like, this is 30 minutes in and no one's died yet. <laughs> like what is going on here? People, um, Hopefully they rectify yeah. that in Scream 6. Anyway, I digress. Madonna's movie, absolutely. I want to see tragedy. I want to see crime. You want to see a murder in the opening sequence? <laughs> Someone <laughs> dies on the Lower East Side of We Madonna's need explosions. Brother. We Mad need yes, cars exactly. flipping. Yes, exactly. Car chases. I want, you know. like Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I'm on board. You know, whatever, whatever, she's, I whatever see dish her, she's serving you know, up, sure. Riding around on the back of a Vespa through Paris wildly with, you know, Patrick Hernandez, you know, born to be alive kind of, th I want it all. I want mm -hmm. all of the, I want all of the sadness and all of the triumph in, yes. and I want yes. it in one hour, 30 minutes, please. I don't need 12 no, hours. Well, yeah. Lord uh, knows how long this, this is going to go for. I mean, if it's, uh, yeah. And who knows how long it's going to take. Uh, she also kind of was toying with that on the live, right? Like, oh, maybe a series. Maybe, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe, right? But she already knows. I know she already knows. She already knows. This is, like I said, fan service. But, you know, one thing, I've been hearing some rumors about some casting, which I don't think they're true because I don't think we're there yet as far as production. But um, there was a rumor uh, someone sent mm -hmm. me that was on Twitter that uh, Sky Ferreira was at Madonna's house with a guitar rehearsing. Uh, not rehearsing, but like auditioning. Uh, and then another girl who I had to look up because I'm not 19. Her name is Natalia Dyer. Uh, also auditioned for her. And I did see her photo and I was like, oh, I could totally God. see her playing Madonna. And then the other one that I kind of got excited about and had to do some really back-end, low-end research was uh, this girl named Liz Gillies, who I'd never heard of, mm -hmm. who was a Nickelodeon girl. And turns out she's playing Fallon on a reboot of Dynasty that I didn't know existed. So I watched a couple of episodes on Netflix, and this girl could totally play Madonna. I mean, she's mm. got she, she already has the balls. I mean... Uh, they they would just need to dye her hair from red to blonde and uh, or black and um, I think she could pull it off. You know, yeah, she better not sings, be. She also sings, so that's a okay. Plus. Well, no bad wigs, please. No bad wigs. Yes. No, oh, this, no, this, this, no wigs like Miranda Hobbs and and just like that. Oh, oh no, no, no! Gosh. You guys, this movie's going to be a cavalcade of wigs. I mean, maybe the Lisa Rinna collection can provide the wigs. Because, <laughs> you know, a biopic set in the seventies and eighties and nineties is going to be nothing but wigs. True. Nobody, can nobody you, knows how to do that kind of hair anymore. Yeah, but hopefully they're as good them? as the wigs Madonna had in Madame X. Mm -hmm. Just then, think then, of the balls it takes to audition. You have to be like, I give zero fucks and just perform mm -hmm. with, you know, I mean, to be, I mean, we joke around, right? We say, you know, Madonna quotes all the time, but there's absolutely no way I could do that in front of her. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that it would be, 
it would be so much pressure. So I, I good know. luck to whoever it is. Cause it's going to be when this is all said and done, we're going to have all these like audition uh, reels of like every major actress of a certain age, you know, reciting sides from speed, the plow saying, I know what it's like to be bad. I've been bad. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you got to think about it, right? You're playing Madonna, but Madonna plays so many different people in her mm-hmm. life. So yeah, I'm excited and I can't wait just, just yeah. to see what comes up uh, from this, but yeah, let's just put it out into the universe that pre-production is off to a good start because I mean, we can't just say this movie's going to get me made. It has to be planned first. You know? so, yeah. Well, I mean, if yeah. they're still working on the script though, I'm, you know, who, who knows? Well, and it's going to be, it's going to take many hours of Madonna in the toilet to totally get the script, you know, a hundred percent approved. And, oh, right. and I did kind of zoom in and you could see that there's parts where they're singing. Um, Cause it says something like sing Madonna, uh, Madonna sings. And there's like, um, all these letters. I mean, look, I'm that person who's like, Oh, screenshot that zoom in, try to oh, totally. improve the yeah. photo. Reverse <laughs> it, flip it uh, re- yeah. Yeah, around it. Yeah. Crop in. Uh-huh. Cause I just want to know, I've got such curiosity. Yeah. But that's, I mean, and, and knowing, knowing who the director is going to be, there will not be improvisational anything in this film. <clears throat> it's going to be exactly as it was written. Yeah, well, okay, guys, listen, I'm going to um, go off and do fabulous, fabulous things today, record a couple new songs. Oh, um, lovely. Yeah, I've just got, I've got such a busy life. It's it's just wild around here. Well, we appreciate um, you joining us for a little bit of This Week in Chaconi. Thank you for, well, thank thank you for you. taking some time out of your busy life. It's, it's it's my pleasure, you know. I I um I live to talk about Madonna. I mm. really do. And and thank you for weighing in on uh, La Vie en Rose. I mean, that's invaluable information. I wouldn't have it any other way because <laughs> I I love. Uh, I have seen Edith Piaf's grave in person. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a francophile, a francophone, um, and always have been. So that part is uh, integral to who I am. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, right. well, thank you, Liberty. Liberty. We'll see you soon. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. We'd be remiss to uh, not mention the fact that today commemorates 10 years ago that Madonna performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. So if you have not watched that performance in a while after you're done listening to us, it's go still cue, good. Go it's cue that good. up on YouTube and watch some slayage. I remember I was in Miami at a work conference and I was like, guys, um, I have to step away for a second. And I went and watched the conference, uh, that watched the uh, Super Bowl show. And I was like, this is amazing. And like of all times for me to not be in a gay bar when Madonna's <laughs> performing at the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, lo- I, I love that performance. Somebody had messaged me saying, don't you think it was sad that she lip synced through the entire performance? And I was like, you know what? I would have preferred her lip syncing and going balls to the wall full out in that performance and giving us opulence and amazing. Yeah. As, as yeah. opposed to like her being out of breath trying to sing live and not going full out on the performance. So Yeah, you put on a twelve minute show with all your major hits for a worldwide audience and then let me know. It, whether you're going to sing or lip sync. I mean, yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. And yeah, I can't I just, make I'm, everyone happy. I'm fine with the lip syncing. I've mm-hmm. never, you know, like as much as I enjoy hearing Madonna sing live, if she's going to be out of breath, I'd rather just have her save her voice. Just phone it. You know, like the whole, you know, she didn't lip sync the entire thing. It was just, you know, different elements for different 
moments of the performance. But I'd be remiss if I did not mention the new theme song. Uh, Martin, our friend, also commented on it. It is an earworm, and um, Stefan and Liberty did a good job with the new uh, the new song for the season. So oh, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, and you know what? We I. I, I, it's not, the full song is not completely finished just yet, but I do, I'm trying to get it to a listenable phase where I'm comfortable putting it on one of the episodes. So Mm -hmm. it's coming. Um, I just, I, it's not completely there yet, but it, it, it is a cute song. Liberty did a bang up job singing the vocals and, uh, she, you know. She, she was wonderful to work with on that. So Great. Well, if any of you filthy animals want to call in, this is your chance. Um, don't. Yeah. What do we, what, what's on the docket for today, Tony? Well, you know, um, this lady, Madonna has been talking about um, her newest uh, project. You know, I mean, she's got a lot of stuff, you know, going on, but uh, this project seems to be actually, you know, coming out of the station it's the 50 number one dance hits and mm-hmm. it's going to be a remix collection. Now, as of now, uh, we are hoping that these are all new remixes uh, in the vein of Immaculate Collection where someone comes in and, you know, reinvents each song. However, uh, knowing Madonna, we can't, you know, we can't confirm anything until she actually does. So, how about you guys let us know uh, out of you know all of her number one dance remixes that which is a lot which is a lot which made it on the charts and actually some of those number ones are actually double a sides uh, you know case in point bad girl and fever but yeah let us know which ones if if this were you know just a comprehensive list and she was releasing it which of the remixes would you want to see on there that you like. And then which one of those remixes she can keep in her vault. Mm. So I don't know. That's, um, that's my question to you. Well, why don't we, why don't we start with you, Tony? What, what is there like out of all of her 50 number one dance songs and 50 is a lot of songs. Like that's a, that's a pretty hefty greatest hits compilation that she's putting together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, the more I think about it, you know, I mean, my two top favorite Madonna remixes from that list, uh, I, the, you know, the Shep Pettibone remix, 12 inch remix of keep it together is like an all time favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also really gotten into the, uh, Groove Armada 12 inch remix from music. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really very cool. Um, as well. And, you know, there's the iconic, you know, this is the other thing too, is that the, all of the album cuts from you can dance weren't considered number ones in billboard. Um, so I would like to add, uh, the where's the party remix is very scandalous, but I like it, you know? Right. I mean, something I would love to see is maybe some of the songs that got remixes and went to number one, but I don't feel the remixes were that amazing. I'd love to see maybe some of those songs get better remixes. Like one of the most missed opportunities I thought was get together. I I just, I was never happy with any of the get together remixes that came out. And I love that song and i just felt like it deserved a little bit better so if they were gonna if they're including get together please let it be 
a revamped remix of that. Right, exactly. And another case in point is Impressive Instant. It was a promo only release, but it did go to number one in dance charts. But um, that was just, I think, um, a Victor Calderon remix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we could we could we could improve upon that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let's hear from uh, some someone call in and, and let us know what your thoughts are. Who's who's, uh, who's yeah, someone that wants to call in and, and chat. Yeah, someone call in. Don't 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 make a fool. Don't out of be me. shy. You know, I feel like um, a hooker waiting on a street corner. I mean, here. we can chat about this all day, but uh, yeah, I mean, and and we will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also love like the beautiful stranger remix that was out. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that you know, like that's always. It's amazing how they took such a like a fun sort of sweet sounding song and made it a little bit more of a hard club track. Right, like the same thing that happened with what it feels like for a girl. But what yes. will we do with American Pie? What will be done with that? Ooh, was that one of them? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes, it was. I see. I'm looking at the list right now. Oh mm-hmm. geez, that's strange. Yeah, it's strange. No, it's the... not strange. I mean, it was the only Madonna song going that summer, so or that spring, so they had to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And no, we're not going to put it in the trash, Liberty. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a cute it's a cute song. I, I mean, I think the production that William Orbit gave that song was good. I, mean, I think people just were it was such an institutional song you yeah. know, that people had known for so so long, and then Madonna comes out and does a a slightly wispier version, and it wasn't as long and. Uh, I think everyone did the best that they could with that. You know, I mean, they even tried to release it in the, you know, European versions of music. So, I mean, they, they tried. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. That, that would not work. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a totally different tone. All right, caller, you're on. Hey, can Hello? you hear me? Yes. Oh, we can hear you now. Hi, Tony. Hi, Tony and Stefan. It's Chris in Minneapolis. Hello. Hi, Hello, Chris. Chris. How are you doing? Welcome back we- to another live show. Thank you, thank you. I I, uh, I forgot this was happening, so I'm joining late. But uh, oh no, you oh, didn't. Better, you late than, better late than never. You knew exactly oh. when it was going on, and you slept through your. Yeah. So uh, are we talking? We're talking about remixes we like and don't like. Is that it? Yeah. Let, what's your take? Let's have you what, what, what's your must this. have and must not have? Well, I have one that I uh, that would never make it on, but I love the. It's kind of obscure. The Sasha remix of Sky Fits Heaven. Yeah, that's not obscure. That's a good one. That's on the uh, Substitute for Love UK CD single part two, I think. I think you're right. <laughs> I, ha- I have it somewhere. Uh, yeah, I love that one. Um, and then I was saying in the chat earlier that uh, any of the Take About remixes can can mm, stay mm-hmm. stay away. Yeah, we need a new, maybe like a, a new soul slash silky smooth disco something well i'm looking at the i'm looking at the list and take a bow is not one of her number one dance hits oh, so but it's a number one billboard hit which correct. is correct uh, yeah i'm yeah. curious to see what the logistics are uh-huh. for inclusion on this this 50 tracks is it just like is it any number one song of hers from any chart that she's putting or is it just the dance remix chart I think oh, I think a, it's I think it's a dance remix chart. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it was a missed opportunity to not do some kind of an up tempo dance, actual dance remix of that one. I think, but mm-hmm. yeah, right. Because I mean, think about it. At the time, all these number one ballads were being like heavily remixed. I'm thinking of uh, Titanic. Uh, yeah, Titanic, Unbreak My Heart. Uh, that uh, 
you know, Shania Twain, all these, you know, when the girls were coming out with their ballads, they suddenly got remixed and then boom, Saturday night at the club, there it was. Except for Take a Bow. Mm. (laughs) Any other must-haves on your list that would have to be in there? Um, I agree with Tony about the the Club 69, Nothing Really Matters. That's a great one. And then um, the, the... the junior remix of secret is another great one that Mm -hmm. i love Mm -hmm. yeah those are it's all good those some of those some of her most recent Mm -hmm. more recent remixes haven't been quite as memorable like i i don't think i absolutely was thrilled with any of the turn up the radio remixes i felt like (gasps) i felt like there were some that got there but then they just didn't grab me yeah yeah there's yeah was, What's your shock, Tony? You, yeah. No, I, I looking back to the Turn Up Your Radio remixes, I didn't hate all of them. But yeah, once again, I didn't love all of them. I, I always usually just kind of retreated to the original version. But yeah, I mean, that that song was ripe for for a remix, wouldn't you say? Well, now, see, that's where, uh, see, oh, if we're going to like sky, like sky's the limit in terms of what we're hoping she puts on this, I would love if we could get a turn up the radio version as epic as Martin Solveig's original demo was Mm. with with Sunday girl. Like if we could get that type of club feel from the demo that she didn't have on the album track, I would be happy that that Mm. would be amazing. Honey Dijon. If you're out there listening, please do something like that. Yeah. Look, I mean, I don't search. I find her final, uh, you know, 50th number one dance hit i thought all those remixes were really good and you know they just kind of segued into each other and it was like you know the vibe that she wants for today mm-hmm. right. or the madame x era yes yeah well chris thanks for calling in we appreciate it it's always yes, yes. chris always fun to chat. good to talk to you guys we'll talk right. to you soon bye-bye Take care. bye chiming in ben the poet he wants the morales mix of deeper and deeper which is what i want to that should be the official remix for that song um it just it just keeps going and going and um sometimes i play it three four times in a row and it feels like just one long song right (laughs) i would yeah i mean i would love just like some really cool house remixes for some of the songs that didn't get house remixes like that would be amazing who's Mm -hmm. martin is is chiming in he he uh he wants a gambler moment Sorry, Martin. Gambler was not one of her number ones at the time. It did not go on the dance chart. But, yeah, uh, stop trying to make Gambler happen. <laughs> Gambler ain't happening. And I mean, I, why haven't we had a release of that song? I mean, it, 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 Warner Brothers owns the rights to that song. I have the um, Vision Quest soundtrack. It's on a CD. They, they, they can do something with it, and they never have wanted to. And it really well, maybe that will be one of the songs that we get in the movie soundtrack. You never know what she's going to be trotting out. You know, it's, it's possible. Know. Like that could be one of those forgotten tracks that she's like, you know what? Let's put that on the movie. Well, soundtrack. and you know, while we're on that topic too, I mean, I digress. But um, three songs were written for Vision Quest, and one of them has also disappeared into the ether so you know mm. find it find it somebody and let's um yeah i mean i'm let's hear like, like i said i'm still holding out hope for don't you know i mean you know so. <laughs> <laughs> here we go come on madonna come through come through yeah um who else wants to call in and chat madonna dance remixes come on i know you've dance queens are out there let's go yeah let's go. 
Well, unless they're exhausted from going out dancing. Partying last, last night. night. Yeah, yeah, well, we've all been there. How many times I used to leave work, go to happy hour, and troll in when the bars closed. It was a, and then it was just a shot weekend of doing absolutely nothing but sitting on the couch watching Law & Order SVU reruns. Ah, the good days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so whoever wants to pour, a, I'm sure Ben Klein is drinking a, a cocktail in a bathtub. Come on, Ben, you got to call in and... Uh, I mean, it seems a, a bit early for that, but he is very verbose today, so he might have been drinking all morning, you know. <laughs> it's not. It's brunch time. People could be having mimosas or a little a little screwdriver, a little orange juice, you know. <laughs> Air the dog. Never hurt to, on your Saturday brunch. And the devil appears. Mm-hmm. Hi, Ben. Thanks for uh, calling in. He's like Beetlejuice. Say his name and he appears. Is he there? Uh, he should be. Sometimes it takes a little bit for Podbean to connect. Oh, uh, there he is. Hello, Benjamin. Hello, dears. Oh, can you talk into the mic, Ben? I can't hear you. I want to hear your sultry, oh, your see, sultry speaking why, voice. This is why I wasn't going to call. I'm actually working out, and I'm on headphones. You may not be able to hear me. Oh, yeah, no, we can, hear of, you. No, we can hear you. You have a little bit of an echo. That's okay. What are you working out? Uh, Oh, let's oh, not just, get into that. Let, but no, let's know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had like, we had like a crazy blizzard. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. Let Let's not alienate all of our listeners. I was waiting for him to say talk, he's doing okay? his yoga and Pilates, and the room is full of hotties. Come on, I'm trying to set him up for a Madonna quote. All right, I was cold. I was just I was just hoping we weren't going to go into like a leg day. No, day I'm not going. I'm not. See my booty yeah, get down no. like. See my booty <laughs> get down like. No, we're not going hard oh, candy. Right? All right, Ben. Ben, I'm dying to hear your thoughts on the topic. Uh, let us know where your head is at. Well, so I have a question for you two in the audience. What do we think Mike Dean's involvement is in this project? Is he mastering the remixes with her or? Because, you know, we've seen her in the studio with him. Yeah. And we've seen her in the studio with Honey Dijon, but nobody else. Yeah, yeah. What's happening there? Well, I would like to think, because Mike Dean is, you know, a technical genius in his industry, that he is um, making sense of all of the sequencing, uh, the remixing. He's also, you know, famously, maybe this is how he came to her, um, not sure if anyone knows how, but he worked with Diplo, and um, so he knows a thing or two about remixing. Uh, so I'm hoping that he's that Shep Pettibone slash Mark Kamen slash Jellybean guy who puts it all together and makes it sound good. Um, Honey Dijon, I'm hoping is remixing the entire project. <laughs> right, sort of like sort of like the blessed Madonna did for the Dua Lipa remix. Yeah, I bet you that sort of what. Honey Dijon is doing. She's probably in there and being involved in like overseeing maybe like the creative direction. And Mike right. Dean is more the execution man. He's yeah. I mean, making well, I don't know it, but I'm hoping, you know, yeah, I mean, he could probably, I bet you he's there because, you know, Madonna's music spans decades that some of the tracks don't have a, the same cohesive sound to it. So if you're going to put them all on the same album, he's probably taking the original tracks and, souping them up to make them sound a little bit more current and today i assume all right you've made me feel better about the whole project (laughs) i mean god bless mike dean for being able to get 
as stoned as he looks like he's getting get in the studio and get anything done that's creative. <laughs> and I mean, any, uh, anytime I've ever gotten stoned, I've never been that productive, but um, <sighs> you know, God bless him yeah. for being able to be super productive. Well, he'll need to be high to make celebration sound good again. <gasps> Bite your tongue. I love <laughs> yeah, that. Really? The remix of the <laughs> Benny Benassi remix of celebration is I love that. I think it's right. far superior to the original. Yeah, the original was trash. <laughs> ben, what's your must-have uh, remix and your I Could Care Less? I mean, I put it in the chat. My, I actually like several of the Get Together remixes, especially the Danny Howe, the 10-minute version. That version thumps, and I mm. play it at the gym, and when I'm out, well, when I used to go running – all the time. I, and I want to hear that one. I love get together is in my top five all time Madonna. And that's the one I want. I love okay. that song. And you're not, you, you're, I could care less. Oh, I agree with Chris from Minneapolis. No, uh-huh. take a bow. No, take a bow. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. yeah. Take Please, a bow no. belongs on, uh, something to remember. And, and that's the name of that, you know, like, to the I, Give it to the bulls. Yeah, we don't we don't yeah. need the the remix. It was a good effort, but no, it just didn't work. But no, because I've been revisiting a lot of the '90s catalog while I'm working on a finishing up a manuscript that's set. Half of it is set in the '90s, and there's references to Madonna. And so I've been revisiting a lot of the '90s catalog, and it's great stuff. And but the remixes were good for bedtime stories. Up up until except for take a bow like all the rest of them were great but uh, that just went off the rails what were your thoughts on what's hopefully um a stellar inclusion to this collection the hinky panky bare bones mix i I, another (laughs) one i would not be mad (laughs) no was that that, i don't that's not one of them is it yes it is did that go to number one on the dance charts? Yes, I think. Uh, I think no, I'm looking no? at the official list on her website. And <gasps> Sacrilege. Hanky Panky is not there. Yeah. Um, ni- neither is Human Nature from Bedtime Story. One of Madonna's most notorious cash-ins, and it can't even get a number one. <laughs> yeah. well, it's still a fun song. It really it, is. Yeah, but no, it's that's not it's not there. I know. I'm surprised that that didn't make it either. It's because you know, human nature needed needed a it needed a better remix. It did. Th- but the, it some of the remixes are more like dub versions than they are yeah. proper yes. remixes. But human nature. Let's be honest. It doesn't need to be on there. It needs a break. She's performed it at how many shows <laughs> now? Like, just let it have a seat and give somebody else some oxygen. It Come needs to lay down, right? It does. <laughs> and like roll around in the bed and get messy hair and smeared mascara. Mm. Uh, so just, okay. justice for that Bettina Rhymes photo shoot. I, I love that. Oh, we love it from details. I have. Mm-hmm. that issue somewhere in my storage unit all right mm-hmm. don't lose it love well, it. our live shows is. no i was just gonna say our live shows just wouldn't be a live show without a call in from ben right <laughs> well i just one last thing and then i need to go yes so that issue of details that has her on the cover i think it's that same issue has deep the music critics review of bedtime stories and he's it was a man, a straight white man, but he wrote one of the most interesting things I ever thought about Madonna, which was that when she talk, when she sings about love, it sounds like sex, but when she sings about sex, it sounds like politics. And that has always struck me as uh-huh. deeply true. 
and interesting about her in a way that really recontextualizes her body of work. So yeah, no, I, I totally bring that to the sunlight. Mm-hmm. I, I see that. Like for you know for for example from that album Forbidden Love, it's like such a sexy, beautiful longing uh track and then you've got human nature which is like yeah very political i i yeah first time i really made that connection thank you yeah ben klein with the insights (laughs) no bring it at old school all right well now enjoy enjoy the rest of your workout yes i am going to all right don't forget have a great day 30 minutes after your workout (laughs) hydrate hydrate (laughs) replenish your fluids (laughs) <laughs> yes. I'm going to take a bath after this. So All right. Keep it to yourself. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we've got time for one more call. So if you need to Has make the time yourself... Gone? Where does the time go? It's, well, uh, it's... you know, it, it goes into the ether. So, yes. Oh, here we go. Let's... Oh, exciting. I, I think this might be my friend Tyler. Hello, you're on with MLVC. Who's this? Is that me? I'm Tony. My name's Tony. Oh, hi, Tony. Oh, hi, Tony. Tony, where are you calling from? Columbus, Ohio. And if you could turn us down in the background, that would be fantastic. As much as I love to hear myself. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a a coincidence. My name is Tony, and I've been to Columbus, Ohio. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) I knew you were somewhere from Ohio. It's a small world. Yeah. I've been listening right. for a while. I just discovered you, so I thought... Oh, welcome, welcome. I hope you didn't start at the beginning, because uh, that, that terrifies us. Our first season was a little off to a rocky start with our technical glitches here and there, so hopefully you, you came in a little... Or just forgive us for the first couple of episodes. Yeah, I've been jumping around by just you know, whatever strikes me as interesting at the time. Oh, so. okay, good. Yeah, We're glad first, you yeah, did. Like, avoid the first like 14 episodes of season one, and you'll be fine. <laughs> It does seem, yeah. Okay, I will. Or you know, like when you, if you stumble on a, an, a, an early episode, you can appreciate the growth that we've had as podcasters. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That, it seems a little more loose it. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah. So we we found our voice, if you will. All right. So Tony Caller, not Tony Host. Tony Caller. Yeah, we. Yeah. Know. <laughs> what would be your must-have on the Fifty Dance remixes? Um, probably keep it together like a new remix or some kind of like mashup of some of the singles from the different albums. Ooh, so good, like good. mashing up, like express yourself and keep it together or so, you know, like a, like a prayer type of mashup or something. Well, now like that, that brings up a very interesting point. Do we think we are actually getting full blown versions or would we get something like that? Would we get a mashup? slash montage or you know of a bunch of different songs as long as we don't get two minute remixes uh specifically made for uh tiktok then i'll be happy i agree one of the first instagram teasers she said 50 number ones and you can dance so i had it in my mind that it would kind of be like seven sides of you can dance or you know eight sides of you can dance yeah something so like that you think it'll be like a non-stop like one long autoplay of you start the party and it's just two hours of madonna tracks back to back to back yes i hope so. well maybe not like two hours but like chunked like that yeah so that you can hear it you know you can do four or five at once or three at once mm-hmm 
I mean, I, I think it's time for Madonna to, I mean, I'm sure she's doing this uh, for her to read the room. I mean, we had a Chromatica remix album. We had a uh, future nostalgia, nostalgia remix album. Uh, Kylie Minogue did uh, extended remixes of her entire disco album and, and so on and so forth. Anyone who released dance music in the past two years has done this. So um, she can do it her way. Uh, mm-hmm. She will do it her way. But, uh, you know, don't let us down, lady. So, uh, Tony, what do you think she can skip? If she's like from the list of 50. Yeah. Hmm. What can she skip? Or just what, look at the what, list. what song would you not want her to put on this? Cause even if it wasn't like a, one of her number one dance songs, you know, you never know because Madonna's going to do what she wants. Maybe she's going to say, I don't care if that one didn't go to 50 to, to number one. I want that on the, I want that on the compilation. I think she's going to do them all. Every yeah. single one of them. Mm-hmm. You don't? Uh, you know, I, I'm curious about, you know, these, uh, you know, um, low-level performers like American Pie, even though it was like a number one, you know, or yeah. uh, Impressive Instant, which was a promo only, or a Love Don't Live Here Anymore remixes, which I love, but um, how is how can you reinvent those for today? Or, mm-hmm. or just, you can't just like, let those play as they were. I mean, they, yeah. they're very, well, think, I think about the confessions remixes and when the jump, uh, maxi single came out, my favorite remix on that was just the extended version of jump. Me too. It's on all of my playlists. Yeah. Same. And a lot of the other ones didn't have like a full vocal or, uh, just like completely didn't sound like the song at all. I'm yeah. sure there were elements of it. Martin chimed in on the uh, the comment section saying she's going to serve us a remix of "Hey You." Please no that that <laughs> that that would be a song I would not want her to include a, a remix of "Hey You." That, that is that on the list? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine I mean, though? I mean, looking at the list, like turn up the radio. I don't know about a remix for that or well, so, but I do think you're onto something there. So who's to say, maybe she's going to cherry pick her all time favorites out of that list. And then the ones that aren't going to get a full blown three minutes or two minutes uh, airtime, we'll just hear elements of that, you know, like, how mm. she does on her tour where she mm-hmm. like, you know, like when she closes with um, celebration at the end of the MDNA tour, you hear elements of give it to me and heartbeat. And maybe that's what she'll do where she'll like, you'll hear a remix of celebration and you'll just hear a couple elements of, you know, something else in the background or she'll weave it in and it'll just be a, a bit. So that way we're getting elements of it, but we're not getting the full full song Who knows? sometimes those are the best live songs like where's the yeah. party in um music during the convention yeah. store that was amazing mm-hmm. oh yeah exactly you know or just exactly like where she did um uh what was it when she expressed herself at the vmas where she sort of has the, everybody the callback of everybody in the very beginning yeah. and that's it mm-hmm. you know like who knows she might do stuff like that um, well, and yeah, so but, what's, uh, what's the must, the ones you don't want, you said, is... There's not a lot I don't want, really, to be honest. I would like to, like, when Shep did the the re-remix during Justify My Love, like, things like, like, I love the 10-minute long ones. I know we're not going to get 50 10-minute long yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I, I think that um, she's probably going to be tooling here and there, and hopefully it's it's nothing that's too 
artsy or alienating or that takes you out of the the flow, right? And has vocals. I yeah, think that's, that's the most important thing yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like something to sing along to, not just, uh, you know, because like Bitch on Madonna, that was a lot of not her singing, you know, like a lot of her remixes for that song was just music remixes and not yep. a lot of her, but um, I agree. A lot in the last decade has been like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. You know, it's it's great for the white party, but it's not great for singing along. <laughs> Good for you're... that K hole on that cruise yeah. ship. But, uh... <laughs> and we're past that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we are. Yeah, we are grown folks. If the, if, but... Yeah, if, if that was a K hole on a cruise ship, that the next step would be the emergency room for old Stefan. So it would uh, mm-hmm. it would not be pretty. Well, Tony, thanks for calling in from Ohio, um, from Columbus. I have fond memories of going to that uh, that big gay bar where uh that big drag queen puts on those big productions i'm missing out on every single name please (laughs) the old one would be the garage now it's probably axis it's you know that 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 one queen that was on uh drag race a couple years ago nina west yeah nina west i went a couple of times and like literally like production numbers from like mgm on stage Mm -hmm. i mean Never see anything like it. Never see anything like it. So that's yeah, one that's reason to visit. Yeah, and yeah, and people told me, oh, this is every week. So um, yeah, when you go to Columbus, say hi to Tony and um, go see Nina West. Cool. And I'd love to tell you guys my um, beer chair story sometime. Oh yeah. Oh, did you have one? All right, okay. we'll just tell it now. Tell, yeah, it's perfect. Right perfect. We'll fit it in. We'll fit it in. Yeah. It was in one of the um, Bam shows. I don't even remember the date. Mm-hmm. But I just like I had that reserved, you know, that process that was awful um, in Chicago. But I really wanted to go to Brooklyn. So I was just like tooling around one day and there was this lonely front row seat available. So I bought it and I got there and the guy next to me mortgaged your house first in order to (laughs) in order to buy it. Um, It was pricey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Understatement. But people kept kind of saying like, oh, you're going to have fun tonight. And the guy next to me was kind of alluding that that was the beer chair. And I don't know, just like when I bought the ticket, it seemed like there was a chair next to me on the map that didn't exist in real life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, halfway through Medellin, the giant bodyguard comes up to me and just starts whispering in my ear, like very quickly, like she's going to come down from the stairs. She's going to ask for a sip of your beer. I'm going to give you that beer. And then she'll murder you. Right. (laughs) He was like, do not touch her unless she touches you. She might talk to you. She might not. Do you you understand? (laughs) She might be cranky. She might be friendly. You don't know. It's like, yeah, I understand. So he walks away. I'm dancing. A couple of minutes later, he just comes behind me, puts his hand on my shoulders, says it's happening right now and shoves me down on the chair. And I look up and she's standing right there. (laughs) <laughs> like an angel. <laughs> and how and was your interaction with her? Did you have a good time? I was nervous as hell. Like it was mm-hmm. so, um, I was tongue tied. I'm like, I'm getting tongue tied thinking about it. But how about that wig, huh? That, that's a good wig. The, the black wig. Yeah. yeah. Her eyes flawless. were sparkling. Yeah. I was holding her microphone. She kept saying, so Tony, tell me. Like she just kept saying my name over and over again. And I love it when she says Tony. Did you work? Yeah. So yours wasn't on one of the, her Instagram stories, right? Because she had posted a couple of them on her Instagram stories. No, she didn't start posting them until later, after. I think. Oh, yeah, I see. 
And you didn't end up in the Madame X tour film either, we know. No, I was looking up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I'm yeah, an educator, and I told her that, and she the whole she had the whole crowd applaud for educators. And, well, uh, you know, you deserve good. an applause for being underpaid and overambitious. Being one of the frontline warriors <laughs> during the yeah. during all this, so especially during all this. So thanks, Tone. Sure. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> but it was. I mean, it was incredible. It was like you know, the bucket list item and she's sitting right next to you speaking to you and you're holding her microphone. I held Madonna's microphone. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you had a good experience and that you got uh, an applause because, you know, when Stefan was in the beer seat, he got nothing but grief. <laughs> really? No, not, 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 no. I mean, she didn't give us a hard time, but it was, uh, you know, it's okay. If you're going to get a hard time from anybody, get a hard time from Madonna. Mm-hmm. She asked me if I was hooking up with the guy next to me, and I was like, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, back back when we could do that with strangers, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, Tony, call in in next time, and uh, don't be a stranger. You're now officially a friend of the podcast. Don't you forget it. I'll try to make my profile look like something real, too. (laughs) Okay, good, yes. (laughs) All right, see you next time, Tony. Thank you. Bye. Well, you guys, that was another fun uh, live call-in show. Uh, next time, let's get more people calling in. Let's. Well, I mean, it's, it's Saturday. People are running errands. And... I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear from all of you. <laughs> uh, but, yes, uh, thanks for uh, taking the time, spending the time with us this afternoon. It's been great. Thanks, Tony. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Yeah, it's always fun to talk to you and all of our listeners. Um, so grateful for you guys. Uh, you guys make me smile every single day talking to you on Instagram and, you know, hearing all your feedback. And, uh, yeah, we've got some great shows coming up. We've got some uh, some. Great Madonna centric conversations coming up with some great Madonna loving people. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Yeah, and remember, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MLVC Podcast. You can also donate to the podcast at Venmo, MLVC Podcast, as well as be, think about becoming a subscriber to pay, our patron account, patron.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. And Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. We're posting some fun content there, so go subscribe. And uh, Yeah, and we want to say thank you to all of you guys that uh, subscribe to the Patreon program. Uh, you guys are keeping this podcast going every month, and it really does help you know, with all of our operating costs. And um, we just want to say thank you. And if you have not done that yet and would love to help, go for it. Yes, because you... Uh, randomly, I'm going to. We're going to start selecting some of our Patreon subscribers to get special little gifts. Tony and I are going into the archives of our yes. Madonna treasure chest, and we're going to start unloading the weight of our collections and sending our Patreon subscribers some fun thank you gifts. So yeah, why not? Because you know, when it comes to Madonna memorabilia and um, merch. You can't take it with you. So exactly. let's well, pay it forward. Share it, share it with the people. Yeah. Tony, it's always fun talking to you. Thanks for chatting today. Thank you, Stefan. And once again, to Liberty, to Ben, to Tony, and to Chris. to Chris from Minneapolis, who is such a great fan of the show. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. See you, everybody. Bye.